It's time for Bring It Outdoors on B93.3. Brought to you by Thielen Meats, Oars and Mine Marine in Crosby, Bermel Shoe Store in Randall, and by Radco, your truck accessory pros. Now, here's your host for Bring It Outdoors, Brian Moon. And welcome into this week's show. We've got a lot to cover. Lake reports from all across the state. We'll cover uh, Gull Lake here in the Brainerd Lakes area as well as North Long and Round. We'll go up to Winnie. Leech Lake, and then put a spotlight on the Little Falls area and talk about some of the lakes down there that we normally don't talk about. Plus, there's always a big spotlight on Mille Lacs. A lot happening out there. All that and more on this week's edition of Brainerd Outdoors. And we kick the show off with our local report. Nate Blazing with SW Guide Service joins us once again. He's been out doing a lot of fishing and uh, spending some time out on the water and Nate, I kind of like last week, I think things have picked up a little bit. Last week we said it was kind of spotty because we were still dealing with some colder water temps. We had some warmer weather. Uh, the temps have gone up now. I, I think slowly we're getting there, right? We are, Brian. We're just, I would say, the last couple of days we're seeing that increase. Not a lot has changed in terms of the locations and the tactics, but the bite is definitely picking up. Um, and even the bites, like we talked about last week, where it felt like you had a, a weed or you're stuck in a rock, um, they're hitting it now where you can feel that vibration all the way through your arms. You can almost hear them bump it. it, it so it's, it's one of those things. I think we're at the very, very front end of the, the bite that's starting to pick up, at least for the walleyes. Um, like you said, the water temps, they're in that upper 60s to right around 70-degree range. So so we're getting to about prime time when things should really start going. Um, was out on Cab Togemon, actually, with my family this week, and the same thing, the, the water temps really increased by 10 degrees in a couple of days, and that really made those fish turn on. Um, and so it, it, it was a lot of fun. Um, again, the main walleye bite, I guess, would say is you're, you're still looking shallow same kind of stuff we we're talking before that four to 12 foot of water um I told quite a few people i've got messages um your your guys that are doing the lindy rigging which i'm a live bait lindy rig guy for the most part um are kind of struggling and we've spent a lot of time on multiple lakes running structure looking to you know locate fish on the sonar you're just not seeing that many there's a reason for that it's not that the lakes don't have fish in them it's just the vast majority of the, the walleyes right now are shallow. So if you're not seeing them on your locator, that tells you, you know, shift gears, look a little shallower, try something. Um, let's see, same tactics. Jig and minnow has been the best for the most part. Uh, got some jig and plastics. We did get some fish on a lindy rig, long lining a lindy rig and a red tail um, chub here earlier today. It, it was so windy that you couldn't really hold the boat, so we were just slip drifting and, and got some really nice fish. Um, had some luck on some barber and leeches. And then the one thing I was going to touch on is, again, like I said, I'm a live bait person through and through. I've got to have minnows with me to feel comfortable. It's I don't know, it's just in my DNA. But last night we did play around. My dad and I went out, and uh, one was using a jigging minnow, and I put on a lipless crankbait. And I've done some of that, but not a whole lot. And for whatever reason, that was the magic ticket, and it was like, I don't know, 20 fish to two or three uh, on a jig and minnow. So, um, but with that being said, we went out again today and it was kind of the exact opposite. I had one bite on that lipless crankbait and everything else was on a jig and minnow or a Lindy Reagan red tail. So it goes to show you that you never quite know when you're fishing and that's what you just got to experiment. 
That's why we always carry a bunch of stuff in our tackle box. Yeah, that's like like we were saying before. Uh, you can never have enough tackle. You might not use it once every couple of years, but if you don't have it, that's going to be the piece of uh, equipment you need that day for sure. So what about crappie fishing, Nate? Because I know a lot of people want to get out and chase them around right now. Are you hearing anything uh, on that front? Yeah, I, I'd say there's probably there's more folks that are out fishing panfish right now. That bite is absolutely prime right now you've heard other people say it on your show that when the lilacs bloom that's prime time for the crappies uh those fish are on their beds uh whether it's by some lily pads or old rushes again um you know i gave a couple friends of mine some some tips and basically sight fishing you know right now uh if you go up into the shallows and reed beds you'll see bass galore you'll see crappies you'll see sunfish you'll probably see some walleyes and pike and so um two to five foot of water for the most part jig and minnow or again a little uh puddle jumper or plastic you can pitch into them there are some days where they don't want a uh, live bait or there are other days where you gotta literally sit that bait in front of a crappie you know right in front of his face for a minute or two before he'll commit so um but the panfish is really good Bass fishing, again, right up there with the shallows, is really, really good again. Uh, a lot of people are out doing that. So I'd say those are two your your two primetime bites that are happening right now. Um, the northern pike fishing is really, really good uh, if folks like to do that. And I'd say that's probably the easiest fishing there is right now. Um, of all the lakes we've been on, it's pretty much similar. doesn't matter the piece of structure. You're just getting that 5 to 15 foot of range, whether you throw out a minnow and a jig, a spinner bait, a crankbait. Talked to uh, another guide at the landing today that was even catching them today on slip bobbers and, and leeches. So the, the pike are very aggressive right now. Would you want to focus on weeds uh, more if they're, because I'm sure they're starting to get a little bit more prominent too? Yeah, the weed growth is definitely coming up. Some of the spots we've been fishing, again, we've had to pull out just a little bit further. Uh, to stay out of those weeds and if you can find some green weeds that's always key for pike but we've even been getting them on um, bottom transitions where it goes from sand to rock or or some darker bottom up to that sand so i think they're just roaming and they're on the chew right now so if you're looking to have some action pike is probably a good option right now for folks to get out and try that and we're going to talk to Steve here in the next segment about Mille Lacs, and i've i've just heard stories about how many boats are out there um here locally, Nate, I would imagine it's probably pretty similar to that. I Just looking over the Memorial Day weekend, uh, I drove through the parking lot at Mills Fleet Farm, and I, it was packed. And so, and a lot of them were boats. So I'm sure there are people out there that are, you know, buying sporting good gear and all that stuff. Have you been seeing a lot of people out on the water? Yeah, the, the lakes are very busy. And I would say even probably a lot of the smaller lakes are probably busier for fishing. Um, the bigger lakes, gall, whitefish, there's still some folks fishing, but there's been a lot of recreational traffic out there. It seems like midsummer again for, for all the boat traffic out there. Um, but your, your landings are pretty full with people. Everyone's getting out and enjoying stuff. So, um, I think people have the right idea. Sherry up at the bait shop again said it is absolutely consistent. It doesn't matter if it's a weekday or during the weekend, she's just been busy, busy, busy. So, uh, I think people are looking for escape, and fishing seems to be the, the thing for people right now, and that's a good idea. So, yeah, I think all summer is probably going to be pretty darn busy for folks getting out and fishing. She uh, pretty full stocked up there with uh, bait? 
She is. She's got a lot of stuff. Uh, she's She has some red tails in. They're getting kind of uh, a little scarce. She didn't have a whole lot left, but she was hoping for another shipment. It sounded like the spot tail run from up north is kind of at the end. It lasted about a week. Um, so I don't know how much longer we'll have those, but she did have still two or three tanks full of them. So I think they'll be, we'll be pretty good for here another week or so, and then probably shift gears into red tails or rainbow chubs. Um, we use rainbows quite a bit. They're a little hardier and easier to keep alive. You know, those spot tail shiners, you look at them wrong and they're going to die. So, <laughs> um, it, it might be better to, to get some rainbows just to, to mix it up a little bit too. One last thing, Nate, before we let you go, um, we're kind of in the last couple of days of May, and uh, you had the the Walleye Alliance tournament that you guys have done through that Fish Donkey app. Um, How's that been going? And if people still want to get in on that, they can do that through the end of May, right? Correct. Yep. It goes till midnight, uh, the last day of May, and it's going really good. We've got quite a few fish on there, and I think the last time I looked at the leaderboard yesterday, we have... Oh, what is it? There's three or four fish that are greater than 29 inches for walleyes. And uh, so a lot of big fish, and I think there was close to 35, 40 fish registered. Um, I just did talk to a person at the bait shop, and I wanted to clarify, um, if, if folks are interested, what you're supposed to do is look at that, download the app ahead of time, and enter, not wait till you catch the fish, then decide you want to enter it because it is time stamped. And if that's the case, if you register after you uh, take a picture of the fish and stuff, that won't count. So just wanted to clarify that. But for the most part, you know, it's not ideal situation. We would have much rather had our in-person tournament. So hopefully next year we'll do that. But I think this has been a nice gap filler for us. So, um, and I got to say, it, it's kind of changed how I fish uh, rather than going out and just, you know, kind of recreate fishing having fun i'm a little more competitive and i'm kind of <laughs> doing stuff a little different looking for that big girl although i haven't got anything real big i think my biggest is 26 and three quarters or something like that but like you said still a couple days so i'm gonna keep shooting for it why not just free app to download uh, wherever you download your apps fish donkey is what you want to do and then uh i think you had said nate that it's real easy to get registered just search walleye alliance Yep, yep. Once you get into the Fish Donkey app, just search Walleye Alliance, and then you enter it, you click on it, and there'll be all the information. And if it's something you want to do, you hit join, and it'll, I think it's 50 bucks, and it's pretty uh, intuitive. It'll walk you through it, and you take a couple pictures of your fish through the app, and you're good to go. There you go. Nate Blazing, S&W Guide Service. Nate, if people want more info on you, how can they get it? You can look me up on Facebook. That's Nate Blazing, B-L-A-S-I-N-G. Or if you're interested in a guide trip, call Sherry up at the bait shop, S&W Bait Shop at 829-7010. Nate, I appreciate it. Good information as always, and uh, we will chat next week, okay? Thanks, Brian. We'll do. More of Brainerd Outdoors after this on B93.3. Welcome back to Brainerd Outdoors on B93.3, and we head out to Mille Lacs. This is a, uh, basically a segment that I've been looking forward to doing here for a while because I've heard nothing but great things about Mille Lacs. And Steve Sapaniak out there always keeps us very, very updated on what's going, going on. And uh, Steve, I, I heard the fishing out there, no matter what you're going after, has been really good right now. 
It's been incredible, Brian. You know, it's really funny. Last week, you and I were talking about the, the way things slow down because of the cold front. We both agreed all we need is a little warmer weather and things will pick up. Well, we got the warmer weather and things just didn't pick up. They went gangbusters. The walleye fishing, Brian, I think is second to none. It is phenomenal up here. Everything has been doing really well. Walleye fishing, uh, you're looking at northern pike fishing, you're looking at bass fishing is kicking off and getting underway pretty good. It's been doing great. Pan fishing is starting to get going on the big lake, but some of the surrounding smaller lakes around the area are doing gangbusters too. So yeah, it's a win-win situation, there's no doubt. So with walleyes, the tactics out there, what has changed, Steve? Do you want to do anything differently than you did from the opener a few weeks back when we had those colder water temps? Good question, Brian. Right now, with the warmer water temperature, the same techniques are, are you know doing really well yet. Only now you don't have to sit and go so slow. You can have a little bit quicker presentation. You can upsize your, your presentation, too. Maybe go with jumbo leeches instead of medium or large leeches. Maybe go with a little bit bigger uh, shiner minnow or chub and, you know, fathead and chub and stuff like that. You know, the fish are aggressive. They'll take a bigger meal. You don't have to finesse them right now with the way things have been going. The bite is on. I mean, I put my rod in my line. I should say my lure over the side of the boat while I was doing some work. And within about 30 seconds, I had a great big crappie come and take it. It was right there by the side of the boat. You know, like I told my son I was fishing with, we don't have to cast out. Just sit right here. But, yeah, everything is going good. Things are on track way they should be in fact they're better so slip bobber and a leech work lindy rig jigging a minnow what works out there right now all of them right now you know one of my favorite presentations besides the slip bobber is lindy rigging lindy rigging right now with about a six foot snail has been real productive i use a number four or number six red gotcha hook in back i use a fluorocarbon leader you know for a snail like I said, around six feet has been good. Six to seven feet for a snail length has been fantastic. You can buy the ones on the market. They work great, too, but uh, awful hard to find that uh, you know, length that you like, so I make my own. Bottom bouncing has, uh, you know, with a leech and everything, has been going good. Uh, right now, nothing has really started good for bottom bounces with bouncing with blades and crawlers. That's still a little bit behind. Uh, Pulling cranks in the evening and in the early morning has been real productive around the rock reefs and and the uh, drop-off of the ledges and everything, the sand ledges. And as usual, we've been talking the last couple of weeks about fish the transition where it goes from where it goes from sand to rubble or from rubble to rocks. That has been real good as well. So jig and the minnow combination, can't beat it early in the morning, late in the evening. Everything is going good. Keep in mind, folks, early in the morning, these walleyes are going to be up on top of the shallow sand or on top of the shallow parts of the mudflats. Mudflats are going. Yes, they are. Nothing fantastic, but they're doing really well considering it's early in the season yet. As the sun comes up, they'll, and they, uh, their eyes, you know, they don't like the sunlight. You know, so they're going to go down to the secondary shelves, a little bit deeper water and everything, and that's where you should focus. But anything and everything is catching walleyes, Brian, and there's no need to finesse. You know, and we always talk, too, don't forget about getting into the weeds because there are walleyes that basically just hang in those, and that's where you can also pick up some of those decent-sized pike as well. You're starting to see some weed beds out there get some growth now? Yeah, yeah, there is uh, there is some nice weeds starting to come around and everything. It's been, it's been amazing the last couple you know a couple of weeks how much they've grown. I'm surprised, you know, I'm seeing bulrushes that within a two-day period are six inches out of the water where they were two days earlier. There was nothing even hardly visible. So the warm water temperature has them going. The weed beds, cabbage weeds are doing real well. You mentioned fishing in the weeds for walleyes like we always have. 
You know, snap jigging is a great technique in the weeds right now. You have a you have a jig on with a minnow, and like one of those weed guards, a lot of the hooks come with them, are just you know uh, maybe put a little piece of grub you know, from a plastic tail over your hook. That'll help keep it weedless while you're snapping through the weeds too. That's always been a productive uh, technique, Brian, as well. And going after those big pike in there too. Anything specific you want to do there? You know, anything and everything. Casting's been real, uh, real productive. It's been real effective. Uh, right now, a lot of trolling, a lot of trolling. Good sized crankbaits, uh, good sized crankbaits with rattles in them have been producing real well. Um, the, the swimming minnow type plastics have been doing real well with a paddle tail. That's another one that's been doing fantastic. Uh, try to get out. You know, I like to use about 12 pound test line, toss out about 50 yards if you can, let them go back and everything. She'll dive down to about six, seven, eight feet. Depends on which one you use. Crankbait. That's been a good winner. Put a, excuse me, put a uh, leader on for sure. But uh, the bigger pike and everything have been doing pretty good. They're starting to go good on minnows right now as well. I haven't seen anything really in the high teens yet or into the 20-pound class yet. But a lot of 8, 9, 10-pounders are starting to come around. You know what? They fight really good, too. And if you're looking for a good pike to eat, those 3 to 4-pounders are perfect. That's for sure. And one thing I did last weekend, and I was just curious to see if they'd be going yet or not, and I had some pretty good success uh, bass fishing. And that opened up last weekend. Malak's very well known. We've talked about that many times, Steve, about their bass population out there. Uh, how's that been out, out on Malax? It's been doing real well. The smallmouth bass are starting to turn on pretty well. I'm not going to say gangbusters, but they're turning on pretty good as well as the largemouth. Uh, fishing the rocks has been doing pretty productive for them. I like a marabou jig. Some people like to use a uh, slip bobber with about a three-inch sucramento. Hey, whatever it takes is always, you know, is always fun. The sucramento fishing for smallmouth bass is very productive. You wouldn't believe how many uh, smallmouth bass you're going to catch on a sucramento. And jigs and everything, they're starting to come along yet. Uh, still a little early in the season for the jigs. Like I said, I like the marabou. has been real good. Uh, Soak a Sacramento, have fun. Who knows, you know, you're going to tie into some big, big walleyes while you're after smallmouth that way, too. Two more things, Steve, before we let you go. Number one, uh, the bait shops around Mille Lacs, there's a a few of them. Uh, Are they pretty well stocked up right now? They are doing the best they can. I have. I was surprised to see a lot of the local bait shops that I like to give my business to have come along with some really nice-sized leeches. You know, they're getting into the small, the medium, the large, big large, I might add, and jumbos. The jumbos are looking fantastic. Now, if everybody remembers last year at this time, it was really, really hard to find some decent-sized leeches. We had to settle for medium for walleye fishing. Well, not this season. Minnow supplies are looking fantastic and everything. You can't beat that. Crappie minnows, fathead minnows are doing real well with the bait shops. Shiners, on the other hand, you know, good idea to put your order in. You know, they're having a little bit of trouble, but most of the bait dealers are able to keep, you know, keep them in stock, too. So, yeah, it's a good year for all the bait shops, and I'm happy to see it. A little early for crawlers, though. Yeah, a little early for crawlers. We need to get the water temperature up a little bit more, and it's going to happen. Uh, you know, bottom bouncers with um, blades on them, triple hooks, you know, hook up that crawler, you know, and touch the bottom like Lindy Riggin and lift up a hair. You know, try not to drag it, especially if you're in deeper water. You know, you're causing a dust cloud. And one last thing, the boat traffic out there. Uh, from what I've heard, there has been a lot of people hit Malax uh, pretty hard right now. The landings have been very busy. Uh, have you seen that? Yeah. 
Yes, I've seen it, Brian. I, I and it gets to be, you know, a little frustrating. I just shake my head. I don't say too much, but uh, we're seeing a lot of uh, people doing the same stuff we talk about. And I wrote an article on it. Try to have manners, folks. You know, one guy he wanted to hurry up and lock in his spot at the landing. I was sitting at the dock, getting ready to get on my boat and go get my truck. He pulls up to the landing and he backs right to the water's edge. Probably misses the water's edge by three feet. Then he decides to unload all the crap in his boat, unhook the trailer, unhook everything else. It's, and I looked at him. I said, seriously, dude, he couldn't catch on, Brian. Yeah, they're crowded. Hey, folks, let's practice a little patience. Let's practice a little common sense. Unload that uh, boat before you get to the landing. Take those bikes out and everything. You don't do that at the landing. Be kind to everybody. And you know what? Try something different this year. Maybe give someone who's old and having a hard time at the landing a hand. They appreciate it, and you know what? You'll feel good about yourself for the whole day. There you go. Steve Saponiak, Predator Guide Service. You can check him out at PredatorGuideService.com. I appreciate the info as always, Steve. Uh, We'll check in. Stay healthy, stay safe, and we'll talk to you soon, buddy. My pleasure, Brian. Thank you. More of Brandon Outdoors after this on B93.3. Welcome back to Brainerd Outdoors on B93.3. And Ray Gildow joins us right now with the Nisswa Guides League. And we love to have Ray on because he keeps an eye out on all kinds of stuff, including Winnie, Leech Lake. And then uh, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, some things down in Little Falls this week as well. Some of the lakes down there that we really don't talk about a lot. But I guess we'll start on on Winnie, Ray. Uh, What have you heard up there? Yep, I checked in with the uh, High Banks Resort uh, up with Kim Leenhart. And uh, it was ironic because this past weekend there were two days with no wind, which is almost unbelievable this spring. It's been so blasted windy. But the uh, no wind helped the lake warm up a little bit. It's into the lower 60s now, and the fishing was a lot better. Uh, I was up there a week ago, and fishing was tough. I mean, we had to work for the fish we caught, and they were all 18-inch fish. And now the fishing is uh, picked up a little bit, and um, their fish are a little bigger. They're, they're catching more into that low 20 range. And, again, they have a slot limit there of 18 to 23 uh, that have to be returned. But you can keep one fish over 20 inches. And you can still keep six fish on Winnie, which is kind of unique to the area now when you look at our big lakes, our walleye lakes, Red Lake, Leech Lake, Malax. Uh, and Winnie, and Winnie is the one that can still keep six fish there. So that's pretty cool. And they've also been catching uh, some nice perch, bigger perch, uh, over uh, a week ago. And most of the action is still on jigs and minnows, jigs and shiners, and jigs and fatheads. So it's picking up there. Water temperature's warming up, and it's picking up there a little bit. Then uh, over on Leech Lake, it's uh, about the same story. Um, it's still not, they're not jumping in the boat over there yet, uh, but people are picking up fish here and there. Uh, some of the traditional spots, little hardwood, big hardwood, sand point, um, uh, cedar point in the evenings over, that's on the west side of the lake. And uh, the fish are still kind of hugging along those shorelines, still into that uh, spring, spring migration, I would say. And so I think that's, um, the water's warming up there, too. It's, it's not... Quite uh, as cold as uh, Winnie. Winnie's a little bit cooler right now than uh, Leech is, but uh, that's we're going to see that warm up this next week, I think, quite a bit. And I think we'll see the fishing on both of those lakes pick up uh, a bit also. 
And then uh, checked with my good friend John Stolsky, who's a fellow guide with the Nisawa Guides League. And John's been uh, fishing quite a bit uh, this week. And uh, he's been on Gull and North Long in the Brainerd area mostly. And he said the walleye fishing is definitely picking up. It's not really, it's not hot yet. But he said for about this time last year, the fish are about where they were. Uh, and they're in shallow water, really shallow water, four to eight feet. And he said on a day when it's not windy, you can actually see the walleyes uh, in that four to five feet of water on both North Long and Gall. It doesn't mean they're going to bite, but you can see them. And the fish bite has probably been the best on um, plastics, throwing plastics and crankbaits. Uh, John said that his customers have been out fishing him. Uh, he's been using a jig and a minnow, and they've been using plastics and uh, crankbaits. And they've been doing very, very well, again, in very shallow water. Uh, water temperatures on those lakes now are approaching that mid-60 range. So I think we're going to start seeing uh, better fishing there, too, as the water temperatures heat up. Uh, we were talking off-air about how many people are fishing, and he said the same thing that Steve had said over in Mille Lacs. There are just a ton of boats out on the water. Uh, not so much when it's really windy, but when it's nice, there's a lot of people. The ramps are full. Uh, people are fishing, which is good to see, and I suppose it's just because everybody's cooped up and they need to get out. And then jumping down to Little Falls, as we talked about a little bit last week, Brian, <clears throat> we don't spend much time talking about the Little Falls area. and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to include the Motley area in this because uh, these lakes are considered Little Falls and Motley lakes. Uh, there's three of them that are bumper to bumper that get a lot of attention. Shamina, which is the lake where, if you've been following the news, uh, has no outlet. And all of those people who live on that lake, especially on the west and the south shores, are underwater. And I mean underwater. I drove over there Sunday and just to look around. And there's sandbags everywhere. There's pumps going everywhere. And they haven't come up with a solution yet how they're going to fix that. But... Uh, it's just really a mess for a lot of people. Their garages are underwater, their houses are underwater, their storage sheds are underwater. It's, it's really a mess. And then if you go to the north side, it's way up in the air, a lot of structure there. Again, that's Chaminade. We'll talk about that on a different day because Chaminade has a, a good population of walleye bass, and it's also a very good uh, musky lake. But today I'm going to start out with uh, Fish Trap Lake, which is considered part of that Little Falls area. Fish Trap is about 1,164 acres. There's only one public access on it, so if you want to go fishing, your best uh, approach would be go to Motley and go down south and uh, <clears throat> and turn off on, uh, I'm not sure what uh, the highway number is, but it's turn, make a left turn at Staples Sports, and then you go down that road and you'll run into Fish Trap and Alec. And uh, there's about 13 miles of shoreline, very picturesque lake, there's lots of bays, islands, and points. A uh, very, very good area for bald eagles. There's a number of bald eagles that make their uh, nests along that shore. And uh, like I said, it's a little. It's over a thousand acres, uh, and the deepest point is 42 feet. This lake has always been known for great fishing, uh, walleyes and largemouth, with uh, being the most abundant species. Walleyes are stocked there again this year. They're not stocked because of the uh, virus. But they're stocked every year with the average in the lake of about two pounds for walleyes. And five to six pound bass are very common in this lake. 
That's a big bass. Bass in the four-pound class are also common, with some six-plus-pounders caught every year. Crappies, northern pike, and panfish are also abundant in Fish Trap Lake. The lake offers a variety of challenging structure with steep shoreline breaks, sunken islands, rocky flats, and a 10 to a foot, 14-foot uh, vegetation line. Again, that's Fish Trap Lake, and if you haven't been there, uh, you know, it's only about a 35-minute drive from downtown Brainerd. So it's really not a whole lot different than driving up to the whitefish chain and fishing in that area. And then the other lake I'd like to just briefly talk about today is um, a, a lake with a great history to it, and that's Alexandra Lake. Uh, Alexandra is a home of some of the barons in the lumber industry way back when, and a lot of the old homes on that lake were built by people in the lumber industry. And it's a lake of about 2,700 acres. It's located in northern Morrison County. It's known destination for walleye, pike, bass, crappie, and muskie. It offers complex habitat types to choose from and a variety of presentation options to catch walleyes. Walleye fry are stocked annually and have had a success uh, reaching the adult size. Uh, because of the structure and because of the, there's a lot of vegetation, a lot of hiding place for walleyes, uh, there are some really nice, nice size. You hear of 12 and 13 pounders coming out of there every now and then. Now, the lake does have Eurasian watermail foil, and the fish tend to use both sides uh, of the weed edges there when foraging. And due to the better-than-average water clarity, it might be a good idea to spend some time there in the evening hours. I would say the best walleye fishing is in the early spring and in the late fall, and you'll see lots and lots of people uh, in a normal year out there trolling crankbaits, um, and that's a very good technique on that particular lake. Uh, good year classes in recent years uh, should allow for anglers an opportunity to catch eater walleyes as well as an occasional trophy. Again, that's Lake Alexander. It's uh, off Highway 10 uh, between Little Falls and Motley. And uh, I know there's more and more folks from the Brainerd area that are driving over for uh, muskie fishing on both Alexander and Shamina. Uh, there's some very, very nice fish in both of those lakes. So just a little uh, something different to think about besides the, the typical lakes we talk about when we get into the Brainerd Lakes area. Uh, check those out. Yeah, and the thing you brought up that really blew my mind away, Ray, is the fact I've always heard about Alexander and Shamanaw as being great musky lakes. I didn't realize how good of walleye lakes they are. And then what you talked about with Fish Trap, that's a lake I've never fished before, never even thought of. I think I might give it a try now. Fish Trap is, is uh, Alexander's a pretty lake, too. Shamanaw has less features to it. It's got, if you go over... On the east side, there is an island over on the east side, and there's a bay over on the north or the southeast side. Uh, otherwise, it's pretty much just a round bowl. But Fish Trap is a very, very attractive lake, and so is Alec. Alec's a bigger lake, of course, and deeper. But Fish Trap is—it's uh, a beautiful lake. It really is, and it doesn't get the fishing pressure that our lakes do here in the Brainerd area. So that's something for people to check out, Alexander, Shamanaw, and Fish Trap down just south of Brainerd. Uh, Ray Gildow with the Nisswa Guides League, bringing it as he always does. I appreciate it, Ray. Great information, and uh, you can check Ray out at Nisswa Guides League, raygildow.com as well, and right here on Brainerd Outdoors. Good stuff, Ray. We'll talk to you soon. Stay safe, stay right. healthy, okay? Thanks a lot, Brian. 
More of Brainerd Outdoors after this on B93.3. Welcome back to Brainerd Outdoors on B93.3. And just a couple of tidbits before we uh, wrap the show up for this weekend. Uh, the DNR reached out to me and wanted to have a few things put out there people just be aware of. Uh, riding an ATV, great way to explore the outdoors here in Minnesota. But everyone should wear a helmet on an ATV, and it is required of anyone under the age of 18, whether they're operating or riding. Also, the uh, phased reopening of campgrounds and lodging. Some campgrounds will begin limited reopening with reduced services on Monday. Cancellation and modification fees are waived for all reservations through May 31st. And we also have, you know, we had some rain, but uh, it's still pretty dry out there. And this weekend will bring some elevated fire danger back to the state, especially across the Arrowhead region if you're heading that way. So they just ask wherever you're at, check current fire conditions in your area if you plan on having like a campfire or doing some burning. So just a few things the DNR wanted me to pass along to you. That's going to wrap up this week's show. Don't forget, you can catch Brainerd Outdoors just after 7, Saturday mornings, Sunday evenings at 7, and Monday mornings at 5 right here on B93.3. You can also stream the show live if you're away from your radio. Uh, BrainerdOutdoorsRadio.com is where you can do that, and we are all over the podcast networks, whether it be Podcast Minnesota, uh, you can download that app, Podcast One, or wherever you get your podcasts. Just search Brainerd Outdoors and uh, give us a nice rate and review. We greatly appreciate that. We'll see you next weekend for another edition of Brainerd Outdoors. I'm Brian Moon. Brainerd Outdoors has been brought to you by Thielen Meats, Oars and Mine Marine in Crosby, Bermel Shoe Store in Randall, and by Radco, your truck accessory pros. Join Brian Moon Saturday mornings at 7, Sunday evenings at 7, and Monday mornings at 5, right here on B93.3.